Hey, hey, my feel-good friend, and welcome to episode 100 of the Feel Good Social Podcast. Oh man, I am trying to contain my excitement right now so I don't just blast your eardrums. (laughs) But seriously, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in this week and whenever you have been able to tune in in the past. I so, so freaking appreciate you, my feel-good friend. You are the reason that I show up every week. You are what has kept me going on this journey. You are like why I do what I do. And so I just want to take this moment to thank you so much for being a feel-good fan, tuning in, inviting me into your earbuds. It is seriously such, such an honor to just be on your entrepreneurship journey with you. And I seriously just cannot express my gratitude right now. I cannot believe that we are almost two years in. I cannot believe that we are 100 episodes into this right now. It's insane. And also this week, as of this recording, at least we did hit 30,000 downloads of the Feel Good Social Podcast, which is also just incredible to me. So thank you so much for tuning in right now. Thank you so much for celebrating with me. Thank you so much for allowing me to support you in your journey. I just... I just am giving you a huge, huge hug through the microphone right now, and I really hope that you can feel it. Also, I did yell at our problem child, Stanley. Stanley is a terrier mix. I don't know if I've really talked about him too much on the podcast before. (laughs) I feel like I've just mentioned him offhandedly, but he was just yelled at by me because he tends to be a barker, especially during the winter when ski season hits. We live right next to a ski resort and a bunch of people come into town and are tromping around in the hallway in their ski boots and whatnot. (laughs) And so you may hear him huffing and puffing. He's sitting right on the couch next to me right now. And yeah, just if you hear some heavy breathing, Stan is just pouting because he just got yelled at for barking. And hopefully, I'm giving him the side eye right now. He does not bark during this recording. Stanley, do you hear me? (laughs) And so I just had to give you that heads up right now. Another fun update. It just snowed big for the first time in Colorado for this year, today, this morning. And so I woke up to a beautiful winter wonderland. And I don't know about you, but I just think it's so magical every time it snows in general, but especially for the first time of the year. And the previous, you know, night you went to bed with everything looking kind of drab and dead and all of these things. And then you wake up and everything is just like blanketed in snow. I'm looking out my window right now and it's just so beautiful white and the trees all look frosted and all of these things. And so I just had to share that with you as well because this is a perfect day for recording this hundredth episode of the Feel Good Social Podcast. We got snow going on. We have a cute little cuddly Stanley pump who is in trouble sitting on the couch next to me. And I really can't wait to dive into what I'm going to share with you today. I have decided for the 100th episode of the Feel Good Social podcast, we should probably honor our journey to get here, right? So today I'm going to be sharing with you 
the story of how I started my podcast and a few things that I've learned from that perspective, <laughs> from that perspective, um, because it was definitely a learning experience for sure, just in case you're thinking about starting a podcast soon. And also, I'm going to be sharing some big lessons that I've learned through this journey of 100 episodes, two years, 30,000 downloads, a few of those big lessons that I've really learned that have changed my life and my business and also just helped me to develop skills that I'm using in every area of my life and business, right? And so today, that is what I'm going to be sharing. I am also considering doing a mini-sode on Thursday to really just kind of outline, break down really quickly the tools that I recommend when it comes to podcasting, what I use every week. I'm not going to promise it quite yet because I don't know (laughs) if I'm actually going to be able to get it done. And also I am going home for the holidays for the first time in years. You guys, I don't even want to tell you, I'm kind of ashamed. My grandma is like giving me the, you know, The um, whatever treatment, you know, the very judgy treatment to get me to come home for family Christmas this year and stuff. So we will see if this mini-sode happens on Thursday, but I promise in the future I'll share like all of my tools and all of these things, possibly even my podcast content planning system because you know I love that um, and all of those things. But for today's episode, we're really just going to be focusing on the Feel Good Social podcast journey, honoring that, things that I've learned from the beginning, from starting a podcast and then through the journey of of growing this podcast to 30,000 downloads and 100 episodes. Ah, still can't get over it. And I really hope that you enjoy this episode. Like always, if you do, please share this with a friend who could also use to hear it or just share your favorite Feel Good Social podcast episode with someone who could also use to hear it, right? This is really just about spreading the love. I so appreciate you tuning in and I really, really believe in recommendations and word of mouth when it comes to spreading our podcast, spreading our message, allowing us to impact more people and grow our community and all these things. So if you don't mind, in order to celebrate 100 episodes, I would love to ask you to go ahead and share your favorite or this one (laughs) with um, just a friend, a biz buddy who could also find it interesting, helpful, just enjoy the conversations, all those things. And if you would like to also share it to your Instagram stories and make sure you tag me at feel good social so I can see it and reshare it and spread the love right back to you. I would love to connect with you on Instagram, my friend. I'm hanging out there a lot. And I love, love hearing from my podcast listeners, connecting with you, giving you follows, um, being able to interact with your content moving forward and all of those things. So if you want to share it to your Instagram stories, make sure you tag me at Feel Good Social. I will totally reshare it and I will totally just like probably send you a very overly affectionate voice memo in the DMs because I just tend to get very, very excited when I see feel-gooders sharing the episodes, right? So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive right in. Hey friend, and welcome to the Feel Good Social Podcast. I'm your host, Kinsey, and I'm here to help you market your business in a genuine way that works without wasting your precious time. (laughs) 
On this show, we chat about social media strategy and mindset tips with a focus on, you guessed it, feeling good. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some genuine conversation for the good of your biz. Do you know what your brand vibe is on Instagram? I have a new fun quiz that's just for you, my friend. I of all people know how hard it is to figure out how the heck you're supposed to translate your brand to the gram. And with this quick seven question quiz, we will help you hone in on your brand's personality, voice and visuals so that you can show up consistently and create content that looks beautiful and feels on brand for you. This quiz is so awesome. It's been a long time coming and I know that you're going to have a lot of fun with it. Plus, the results will help you show up in the best way for you. If you'd like to check out our new brand vibe quiz, just head to feelgoodsocial.com slash quiz. Pretty easy. Head to feelgoodsocial.com slash quiz to find out what your brand's vibe is on social media and start showing up there for your brand. All right, my friend. So I kind of wanted to just start this episode by sharing my journey with the podcast, right? At least like getting started with the podcast, because I know that podcasts are super hot. (laughs) They were pretty like the hot new thing or coming into the hot new thing when I first started my podcast two years ago, right? Like they weren't really, I think they were right on the cusp of like getting popular, right? Celebrities were kind of just starting their own podcasts in a way. And some people had been podcasting for years already who got in like in the very beginning, but also like not a lot of people were podcasting at that point. Um, I feel like it's very, you know, a little more crowded at this point, two years later. But at the same time, I do think that podcasting is just an amazing platform, um, an amazing alternative to blogging is what I like to think of it as, right? I love, love, love listening to podcasts. I just like having someone in the earbuds. I like the kind of longer form conversation that happens in podcasts, right? I like being able to develop relationships with you, my listeners, feeling like we're friends instead of, you know, me always just like, standing up on a pedestal trying to teach all the time or like put stuff out on Instagram and just feeling like I'm speaking to the world instead of directly to you in your ear, right? So this is why I was really thinking about starting a podcast for a while. I actually like had the idea to start a podcast like pretty much when I first started my business. I was all of a sudden like, I I tend to be like a curious person where I'm like, hmm, I wonder if I could do this, <laughs> you know? Um, and I really did get into listening to podcasts right around the time that I started my business, honestly. Before then, during Brett and Mai's trip to Asia and whatnot, I remember listening. We got stuck in um, Chiang Mai for a couple of months, actually. I was about to say a couple of weeks. I was like, no, it was longer than that. We basically did this whole seven-month travel trip through Asia, starting in China, Thailand, Myanmar, Vietnam, back to Thailand. And we brought our climbing stuff. We were like, we're going to climb our way through Asia, and all, which we did. <laughs> it was super fun. But in Chiang Mai, we went out climbing for the first time ever at this awesome crag called Crazy Horse. And the first climb, Brett falls. If you're a climber, you'll get this. If not, don't worry. I'll move past this quickly. But on the first bolt, Brett falls. And 
pretty much sprains his ankle. Like we didn't end up even going to a hospital, which we totally should have, especially because they're very reasonably priced over there, the hospitals and the medical care and stuff. But we didn't go to one. And he basically fell on the first bolt of climbing, which means he had to fall about three feet to the ground. And he sprained his ankle. It was actually a ledge, a rock ledge that he landed on. Um, And so we were stuck in Chiang Mai for the first time. And... (laughs) For like two months. And that was the first time that I started listening to podcasts. And I was listening to this kind of writer podcast that was super awesome. And also a Harry Potter podcast. I just had to admit that to you right now. Because um, yes, I have dorky listening habits as well. I'm not super into the Harry Potter podcast. I never really got into them that much. But yes, I am a Harry Potter fan. And one of the Harry Potter podcasts was one of my first experiences with podcasting. So I just had to say that. But I didn't really get into podcasting and listening to them until I really started my business. And I started listening to business people, you know, and the podcasts and just sponging up all the knowledge that I could. And at one point, it crossed my mind, I love this platform. I love how podcasts allow people to listen to you in a conversational way, get to know you on a deeper level, and really feel like your best buddies for a long time, right? I was kind of looking at all the different types of media and content I could create and put out there, and I didn't really like YouTube videos. Firstly, it took me forever. I've At this point in my life, I've created one YouTube video that's like five minutes, and it took me like 10 hours. And people's attention spans are very, very minimal, right? So for podcasting, I loved the idea of just being in someone's ear, having a conversation, and that people would listen for 20 minutes to an hour, right? Some podcasts are two hours. I could never do that. Well, I probably could, but I don't know if you would want to listen to me for two hours. But long story short, I loved the format of podcasting. I got this idea in my head like, ooh, I think I want to start a podcast. But I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted it to look like or what it would be called or you know, what exactly we would talk about, what the format of the podcast would be. And so I've had the idea for a long time, pretty much right when I started my business. And about a year into my business, I was working with a business coach at the time, my first business coach. She was wonderful. And I was kind of throwing around the idea of doing a podcast. And she actually gave me the advice to not do it, (laughs) which, um, which I, was very thoughtful about, right? It's not like I was like, oh, she's killing my dreams or oh, I shouldn't do this or oh, like, screw you. I'm going to do it anyway. It wasn't any of that, right? It was the, oh, okay, I hear you. Because she was basically telling me to not do my podcast quite yet because I was only about a year into my business and she knew how much of a time commitment it would take, right? And she's like, I really think it could be more beneficial for you if you spent your energy other places and started growing your community, gaining more clients, all these different things, and then start a podcast when you were really more sure of yourself. Um, You'd spent more time doing the foundational work and all of those things. And so her advice made sense, right? But (laughs) it's still, and, and I probably did put off the podcast for like two more months or something, right? But it was still just that nagging dream, like nagging ambition in the back of my head. And I just couldn't let it go. And I was like, "Ah, 
I just want to start a podcast. Like I know that this is something that I want to do eventually in my business. Like this is a dream. I love the format. I want to get better at speaking into a microphone and to people in general, right? I always felt fairly confident in my writing skills, but my speaking ability was something that I wanted to improve, you know? And so also I just really wanted to develop a community of people who feel like I'm their best friend because that's exactly what I want to be to you, (laughs) which I think you probably hopefully are feeling, right? Every time you listen to the Feel Good Social Podcast, I hope that you're feeling like I am a friend of yours who's going to dish up the real advice, tell it like it is, try to explain things to you in a way that you'll understand in a non-judgmental like forum, right? Where you don't have to worry about coming and not knowing something or anything like that. That is what I want to be for you. And I hope that that's what I've created for you. And that's why I really wanted to start a podcast. And so long story short, uh, what were we like 10 months into my official first year of business? Okay. And this was after, you know, a year and a half of me doing freelance work without actually calling myself a business or starting my LLC. And so two unofficial years, but you know, first official year into my business, 10 months, I finally just made the decision, okay, I'm going to start this thing, right? And it was kind of one of those um, meant to be moments in a way where I was just like thinking about it. And I was like, I really want to call it feel good social. And I ran this by my second business coach, who I'm still working with today. And she was like, yeah, I think that you should just go for it. She's like, If you start now, think about how happy you'll be that you started one year from now, two years from now, three years from now, and two years from then, I can now tell you, yes, I'm very excited that I started this. And I'm kind of in awe of the journey that we've been on and that has been this long already, right? But yes, she was like, yes, let's start it. She's like, look up feel good social domain. Like, is this something that you could do? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, I think I'm going to change my business name to Feel Good Social. And she's like, well, if you're going to do it, might as well do it now, right? (laughs) And so long story short, end of year one, officially of my business, I decided to start my podcast. I decided to change my business name to Feel Good Social. I was going under a different business name back then, up until then. And I decided to really lean into who I am in my business. I decided to really show up and create the business that I wanted to create and not still think of it as like a far off dream, right? This all culminated with the start of the podcast. If you've listened to, um, I actually created a mini-sode about Feel Good Social's branding journey. I'm pretty sure it's Minisode 13. <laughs> Might need to fact check me on that one. Um, but I actually created a mini-sode about Feel Good Social's branding journey. If you want to hear kind of the ins and outs of me finding my way through branding and then finally like coming to the business name change and feeling like everything's clicking together and whatnot, right? But the podcast was a part of that, right? The podcast was a part of me feeling like, okay. Yes. Like I'm going to stop waiting for things to happen. I'm going to stop thinking like this is a business that I'm dreaming of, but that actually won't come into fruition, right? I'm going to start doing things and just taking action and doing things before I'm ready, putting myself out there, all those things in order to make this whole journey legit, 
right? I kind of make it made a decision and I think it all started with the podcast. So I started the podcast. Actually, what I did was I got Jenna Kutcher's podcast lab. She has a little mini course. It's really great. I got it with a um, $100 like online course bundle package. And I'm glad I did because I think it was super, super helpful, honestly, for learning the basics of podcasting and all of these different things. But, you know, it is very, very basic. You can do it in a day. And I think it's worth it for sure if you know nothing about podcasting at all. But if you already have a little inkling of what your strategy should be and how you should do things, then maybe not worth it, right? And I also downloaded a free guide from another podcaster, Pat Flynn. Um, He has a couple podcasts, Smart Passive Income and Ask Pat. And he is awesome. And his like, Um, I think it was like a checklist to get your podcast started or whatever. Super, super helpful because I created my podcast strategy for Feel Good Social. I honed in on the name. I honed in on the tagline. Um, A podcast for down-to-earth entrepreneurs will be sharing you know, awesome facts and stories and tips about marketing. I'm also going to be chatting with other entrepreneurs about their journey in marketing because I think that that is super, super helpful to hear from others as well and all of these things. We created my strategy showing up one day a week I committed to. (laughs) And I think I'd originally committed to releasing episodes on Thursdays, which has now changed to Tuesdays with sometimes potential mini-sodes on Thursdays, right? And I got the domain set up. I found a hosting platform. I used Buzzsprout. Um, I got my microphone and I cleaned out my closet so I could go into the closet and record my episodes. (laughs) And then I set a release date of the new year, right? Um, This was January of 2020 that I started the Feel Good Social podcast. And it was like November, early November when I started planning all of this stuff, right? And what I did, I decided to make it a goal to release three episodes to start so that people could kind of um, listen to multiple episodes. They call it like getting people hooked so they can binge your podcast. And then they're just wanting to come back next week for the next one, right? So I made it a goal to release three episodes to start with. Plus, um, I wanted to record two more episodes so that I would have like everything prepared and it wasn't going to be overwhelming and I wouldn't have to be scrambling to release the episode the next week and all of those things. And so that is what I planned on. I started doing interviews. I started planning out my first and second show, solo shows, right? Back then I made it a goal to do every other show, a solo show and every other show, an interview show, right? Which I still kind of try to stick to. (laughs) This is going to be in the lessons coming up, okay? But long story short, I made my plan. I made my strategy. I tried to get everything set up and it kind of went as planned. Long story short, if you're thinking about starting a podcast and you don't know this, you definitely need to record a trailer as soon as you can, at least two weeks before your expected launch date, right? So that you can submit it to Apple Podcasts especially, but all of the other platforms as well. And Apple has time to approve your show before you officially quote unquote launch, right? Because this has happened to a lot of people and this isn't something that I realized either. I think my business coach gave me a heads up about this. Thank goodness, because Apple needs up to two weeks, I think, to approve your show. And 
<laughs> Thank goodness she gave me the heads up because she has said to me before, you know, some people think that, okay, day of launch, just going to go upload my first episode. <laughs> and then people are like promoting it, getting their audience excited about their new podcast. And then it comes to launch day and they go to upload the episode and Apple's like, okay, we'll reach out to you within two weeks to let you know if it's approved. And then they're like, well, shit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, And so that's like a little fun fact that I spread the word about all the time. Make sure you record a trailer. And then I do recommend trying to get a few episodes recorded for your release and also at the ready to release weekly or whatever your plan is so that you're not feeling super, super overwhelmed with the launch. That is what I planned. Did it happen? Uh, No. I was working really, really hard scrambling to try to get at least like three interviews done and solo shows recorded and all these things to start the show. And I was working so, so hard, but I was feeling especially kind of nervous about releasing the solo shows. Like I said before, I've always felt pretty confident in being able to write, to express myself. And I've also always been a little bit, hmm, how do I want to say this? Like worried about expressing myself in the way that I want to express myself, right? So I love writing and I spend a long time writing. I do not write quickly because I really like to choose my words correctly. I want to be able to express myself in the perfect way, the way I want to say things to get my point across in that way, right? And so when it came to speaking, I was pretty nervous, right? Like at this point, I am currently, you can probably tell, (laughs) going off um, a few bullet points, okay, for my notes. I'm like looking at notes on my computer and I'm looking at a few different bullet points of things that I would love to talk about in this episode. But for the most part, I am kind of going off the cuff. And I'll be honest with you, this is a fairly new thing for me. I started kind of going off the cuff and, you know, just trusting myself to say the right words and express myself in the right way after, oh, uh, at least 16 months of podcasting, probably. <laughs> Let's be honest. Like when I was first starting my show, my first show and my third show were solo shows, right? And my first show, it was um like four trends, four social media marketing trends for 2020 or something. And I wrote out every single word in a script and then recorded it, then re-recorded it, even with that script, right? And the same thing for the third show too, which is something about like vulnerability, right? And I shared a vulnerable story. It felt very, very vulnerable for me back then. It's actually something that I'm very comfortable with now, but about how I didn't graduate from college, right? How I quit Purdue to move to Colorado and all these things. And back then I was kind of nervous to share that story because I was still under the impression that like a college degree was super, super important and that people wouldn't take me seriously if they knew that I didn't graduate from Purdue. And so that was super vulnerable. Wrote out every single word of that script as well. Re-recorded that episode so many times. (laughs) The night before the launch date, I was actually in the closet until like 9 p.m., 
re-recording the episode, re-recording the episode because I was so nervous. I was scared. I didn't think it sounded right. I was just worried about sharing that story and all these things. And so long story short, my point here is I ended up launching the podcast with two episodes, episode one, the social media trends, episode two, an interview that I did. And episode three was not ready because I was in my closet the night before until like 10 p.m. recording. And that's not to mention editing, okay? The editing took a while for me to learn as well. Um, I had to teach myself. I use Adobe Edition to edit my episodes. It's an Adobe product. You do need to pay a monthly fee for the software. And it is a little bit uh, maybe confusing for people who aren't used to working with Adobe stuff. But I have worked with Photoshop before. I've worked with Illustrator before. I've worked with InDesign before. And so it was actually fairly easy for me to teach myself how to do the editing for podcasting. What was not easy was giving myself the grace to not take out every stinking breath in in my episodes, to not take out every single um in all of my episodes, to not um just like overly, overly, overly edit my episodes so freaking much to the point where honestly, I've listened to snippets of episode one, episode three. I mean, even even my interviews, I over-edited them, quite honestly, like just taking out all the little ums and all the little breaths and all these different things because I was thinking that sound quality was like the most important thing. And I didn't want people to get annoyed by saying the wrong thing, saying um too much or like too much or, you know, um, breathing too heavily. <laughs> Which which can be annoying in podcast episodes, right? However, I think I was being overly, overly critical back then. And even if I go back and listen to episode one, I've heard snippets of it and I'm like, this sounds even a little bit not natural <laughs> because I've over edited it, right? Because I had this like holdup of like perfectionism that I needed the episodes to be perfect. And now, you know, this is karma. This is the funny part of like all of the lessons that we learn in life is that often when you go back and look at the things that you were so hung up on in the past, you freaking realize that you almost made it worse because you were trying to make it perfect, right? That is kind of how I feel about the Feel Good Social podcast. I think once again, still, I'm being a little too hard on myself, but I can definitely tell with those early episodes, I was definitely over editing things. I was messing up the timing of things and stuff like that because I needed every little breath out of there. I needed every little like out of there. I needed every, I needed it to be quote unquote perfect. And as a result, it ended up being kind of weird. <laughs> right? So that is one of the lessons that I actually did learn through this podcasting journey. It's been letting go of perfectionism and learning that I am better actually as myself. Like seriously, going through this podcast journey, I went from over editing, scripting every single word of every single solo show and all those things to now I tend to leave in some breaths, right? I tend to leave in like and um and whatever, whatever. Sure, we'll edit some out. And at this point, I am working with a podcast editor who is wonderful. So it's totally up to her to choose what she wants to edit out, right? Um, but, you know, at this point, I am just not 
scripting out every single word. I'm leaving in some breaths. I'm making us sound natural. I'm leaving in those moments when the dog starts to bark. (laughs) And it's super annoying and has nothing to do with the episode, but it's also super relatable. And, you know, I'm leaving in those times when I go off on different tangents and I don't really remember what I'm talking about, right? Like those are all moments that I have learned that make my show my show, that make my personality my personality, that probably make it more enjoyable to listen to for you, my feel-good friend, right? Because it feels more personable, more like you're sitting in the room with me and not so perfect and like shiny all the time, right? And not even so overly perfect that it then sounds kind of robotic and unnatural, right? This is a lesson that I have definitely learned through the Feel Good Social Podcast is trying super hard to let go of my perfectionism and allow my humanness to shine. And I realize that that's kind of my superpower. And I believe that that is your superpower as well. If you can lean into who you are, give yourself grace, realize that anytime you mess up, it actually makes you more human, more relatable, more beautiful, and will actually make people trust you more and love you more. This is a deep lesson that I've learned in so many areas in my business and life, but especially the podcast has helped me to learn this. And you know what really helps me sometimes when I'm holding on to perfectionism first, because I was just getting in my head about this a couple weeks ago with the Reels episode. (laughs) It popped up again. Perfectionism popped up again, my friend. And like, I realize it and still learning, still learning. Um, But you know, what really helps me in these times when I'm holding on to perfectionism is firstly, reminding myself that my most popular episodes are the episodes where I was worried the most about them not being perfect. (laughs) Okay. This is a fact. Like anytime I kind of laugh at it, honestly, because anytime I like I'm getting anxious about an episode or I think it's not really good or maybe I sounded dumb or maybe I, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Those are the episodes that either get the most downloads or they're the ones that I get like feedback on from people, like in the DMs, people reaching out to me being like, oh my gosh, I loved the episode today. And I'm like, really? (laughs) Because I'm self-critical for sure. But no, but I try to, I try to take it to heart, right? I try to feel into it. I try to really tell my brain, yo, kids, like, listen to this person. Like, remember this for the next time that you're getting in your head about things, right? And so that's something that helps me when it comes to perfectionism is reminding myself of these instances where I was feeling super, super anxious, self-critical. My perfectionism was kind of coming into play and I was allowing it to take over and make me waste time recreating episodes or just, you know, worrying about something that I didn't need to worry about. I will try to remember these moments that people have come and like affirmed Kins are cool. Like it's just your anxiety taking over, right? So if you're dealing with perfectionism, that may be helpful. I do not know, but you might as well try it. Keep some great like feedback in your back pocket to pull out that will help combat whatever the heck your crazy brain is telling you. Um, and I'm not calling you crazy. I'm telling you that if you do feel like a crazy person, so do I. And I have a crazy brain myself. Okay. <laughs> 
Real quick, have I invited you to join the Feel Good Social Club yet? Oh man, my friend, I would love for you to check out our new monthly membership for down-to-earth entrepreneurs who are ready to create content with ease, actually show up and strategically market your business online every month, and also make friends with rad down-to-earth entrepreneurs who are just like you, who get it, who are in the posting trenches with you, and who are ever ready to give you a friendly air high five or kick in the accountability booty whenever you need it. The Feel Good Social Club is where it is at. Check it out, feelgoodsocial.com slash club. In the club, we have a content library full of Canva templates and tutorials and resources to help you make content creation as easy as possible. We also have monthly content planning workshops where we all come together and talk about the upcoming month's strategy for our content. And we also have community forums where you can get together, ask questions of other club members, brainstorm ideas, ask for feedback. So definitely check it out, feelgoodsocial.com slash club. Our Feel Good members are seriously some of the most amazing people that I have ever met. And I would love for you to join us, feelgoodsocial.com slash club. Check it out. Join today. We would love to see you in there, my friend. All right, let's dive back into today's episode. So a big, big lesson that I've learned when it comes to podcasting as well, other than like kind of getting over my perfectionism and letting it go is consistency. Okay, this is probably one of the biggest, biggest lessons that I have learned when it comes to especially my podcast. And I'm not sure, I have talked about this a little bit before on the podcast. And so I'm just gonna reiterate it because it's been insane how transformational this lesson about consistency has been for me. Um, So when I started my podcast, I heard a bunch of the big name entrepreneur podcasters saying, you know, you have to show up every week. Consistency is key. I have not missed one week of podcasting in 10 years, like all these different things, right? And this consistency lesson can be totally translated to social media, by the way, or any area of your business and life where you are feeling like you have to show up consistently every week, do the same thing every in the same way, you know, whatever consistency looks like for you, whatever you believe it to be, it doesn't have to be that way. Okay. Because the lesson I learned when it came to my podcast is I thought that I had to be consistent. I thought that was the most important thing in the world to show up every week on Thursday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time with a new podcast episode for the Feel Good Social Podcast. And all the entrepreneurs online were saying, like, this is the most important thing you can do. Consistency is key. You cannot miss a week. I've not missed a week in 10 years. That's how I've seen success, right? Stuff like that. I kept hearing it. I took it to heart. And I was killing myself trying to freaking show up every freaking week with a new episode edited. And it took a long, long time for me to realize, like, wait, Ken's like, people aren't waiting for your podcast to come out every Thursday at 6 a.m., right? Especially at the beginning, I had like 50 listeners or something, you know what I mean? Like not like, and you know, over weeks and weeks and weeks or whatever. Like no one was waiting at 6 a.m. for the Feel Good Social podcast new episode to come out, you know? And even if they were looking forward to it on a Thursday, if it came out later in the day, whatever, even if I skipped a week, whatever, right? And it took me, my business coach actually saying that to my face for me to realize like, 
oh my gosh, I'm making this into such a huge deal when it's not. And all of these big name entrepreneurs online are not missing a week because they have a huge team behind them. You know, I'm a one woman show. I've taught myself how to edit my podcast. I taught myself how to record my podcast. I've taught myself how to manage and schedule and upload and promote and do all the things that I'm doing it all myself. And, you know, sometimes there are other priorities that take over other than you getting out one podcast episode this week. And this is a lesson that I apply to every single part of my business. When I feel myself getting stressed out about a social media post or something like that, I'm like, okay, is this really the biggest deal in the world, Kins? Uh, No. And to me, what I've learned is that consistency does not mean showing up every single week, every single day, at the same time, all the things like it's okay if you skip a week. I've learned to give myself the grace (laughs) to not do whatever the heck I'm trying to do one day, right? Like it's fine. And it's not the biggest deal in the world. You're not letting anyone down. You're not even really letting yourself down that much because I know that you're working hard and you're trying your hardest to do it. But if it means sacrificing sleep, life, family, anything like that, like what are your priorities? And you're not letting yourself down if you you know, are prioritizing something that you need to prioritize over this other thing that you are trying to do consistently. Okay. And what I've learned is to me, consistency does not mean showing up again and again and again and again without missing anything, right? Consistency means more of the long game. It means committing to showing up again and again and again over time. And if you happen to miss a week here or there, that's totally okay. You know, as long as you don't allow your missed week or missed day of content to ruin everything and stop you from continuing to move forward, right? I always like to relate it to like New Year's Eve resolutions or like diets and stuff. It's like, A lot of us have this kind of all or nothing mentality when it comes to this, where it's like, okay, I got to show up um, or I got, I'm I'm on this diet, you know, I've got to eat healthy, got to eat healthy, got to eat healthy. And then they eat a donut and the diet is over (laughs) and they're back to McDonald's and sodas and donuts like every day because they ruined their diet, you know, they can't continue. But it's like, no, it's fine to eat one donut, like as long as you just like eat healthy again the next day and the next five days after that or whatever it is, right? Like we need to let go of our all or nothing mentality when it comes to everything in our life and especially content marketing. And I'm saying content marketing because I want this to include not only like if you have a podcast or a blog or something like that, but also social media and social media posts, right? It's okay to miss a week. It's okay to take a break, to make Make the executive decision as the head of your business that you have other priorities other than this thing, but we are going to come back around to this next week and just continue down this road, right? So that is a big lesson that I've learned with the podcast, especially just because I felt it in my bones. I was doing it. I was literally putting into action staying up until 3 a.m. on a Wednesday (laughs) because I had to get that podcast episode out at 6 a.m. that next day, right? Which no one even 
would have cared. And since then, in the two years of podcasting for the Feel Good Social Podcast, I have missed several weeks of episodes for sure. I've probably missed three, three to five episodes, like weekly episodes, right? There's probably been three to five weeks when I have not released an episode for the Feel Good Social Podcast. And guess what? We're still 100 episodes in. We are still 30,000 downloads up or down or whatever the heck, however you say that. Um, and we're and I'm still going strong at two years. And I still plan to move forward with the Feel Good Social Podcast showing up consistently every week. That said, it has gotten way easier to show up consistently every week because I have hired help at this point. Like I mentioned earlier, I've hired my podcast editor, Emily, and one of our Feel Good Social Clubbers, Cassidy, is also helping edit podcasts with Emily and all of those things. So I just have to give a shout out to those ladies because they are amazing and they definitely make showing up consistently a way easier for me because also it helps with the perfectionism thing that I mentioned earlier because I'm not editing those episodes anymore. I can just hand them off to Emily and Cassidy and have them take over and not have to worry about being a perfectionist, right? (laughs) And all those things. So long story short, If you're thinking about starting a podcast or if you're thinking about doing anything, if you're maybe struggling to do something in your business that you really want to commit to, but it's hard because you have perfectionist qualities, because you have consistency problems, because you have any other sort of thing happening, it might be advantageous for you to hire help when you have the funds for it, when you can, right? This is something that fueled my decision when it came to hiring help for my podcast because it was too hard for me. It was one of those things that I knew I can, I edit my episodes. Yes. (laughs) But is this taking a lot of time and work and emotional energy for me every week that would be much better and more streamlined if I just handed it off and hired help, even if it's like a little expensive, you know, even if I'm a little nervous and I don't know if I should invest in it and all these things. Um, yes, like that was a very good decision for me because I knew myself at that point. I knew the perfectionism that was coming into play. And if I could just hand off the episode, I wouldn't have to worry about editing and I could just let it go. Right. And also the same thing for consistency, right? Now I have stayed pretty consistent with my podcast over the past year of working with Emily because I have a podcast editor that I am paying to help me. Firstly, I have more time to get things done, but also it's kind of like the accountability thing, right? So that's very, very nice. But if you are in a stage in your business where you're struggling with perfectionism, where you're struggling with consistency, give yourself some freaking grace to not show up when you deem it necessary to not show up, when you deem it necessary to prioritize something else over whatever the heck you're trying to do consistently. It does not mean that all is lost. It means that you are going to hit the pause button for right now and show up again next week. And it doesn't mean that you ruined anything. It doesn't mean that you failed at something, right? You do not need to stress yourself out to show up consistently. It's not worth it for you to do that, my friend. Okay. So that was a big lesson that I learned. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about, I'm sure I've been yapping for a long time. I'm just going to quickly, quickly tell you the final lesson that the podcast has really, really helped me learn. And that is 
dealing with criticism and building confidence. Okay. So dealing with criticism, I really quickly want to chat about this because I have always been a person where I am absolutely terrified of people being mad at me. (laughs) I, I still am. It's still pretty bad, but I was very, very worried about putting myself out there online on social media for my business. And then also with my podcast, right? I was like, Oh my gosh, I, I like don't want to put myself out there and have people judge me, right? I don't want to put myself out there and and look stupid or say something stupid or do something wrong. Like it was terrifying for me, right? And then I started the podcast. I just went for it. I put myself out there. It was scary for sure. And about, I don't know, well, 15, 20 episodes into the podcast, I went on to Apple Podcasts and I saw my first and only still, by the way, one star review. (laughs) And it was a very interesting experience for me because it was like absolutely, it was something I kind of knew had to happen eventually, but also was terrified of happening. I was afraid it was going to gut me. I was afraid I was just going to break down, you know, in tears and all these things. And I had this really strange reaction when I got my first one-star review and and still only one-star review. The review went something like this. The title was like cringe. <laughs> and then the lady was like, lots of cringe-worthy laughter happening, which makes me think that she doesn't take anything seriously. Cringe with like... <laughs> five exclamation points, right? And I read it and my first reaction was kind of gut punch, right? Like, oh my God, this is happening. And also kind of anxiety for like, oh my gosh, this is happening, (laughs) right? And then I kind of had a fuck you moment (laughs) with her a little bit where I was like, who is this lady? You know, it, her username, whatever she used, it definitely was not clear um, who it would be, a first name or anything like that. It was like, I use something. I don't know. And I was just like, okay, firstly, you do not know how many freaking hours and energy and time and heart I put into this podcast every week, right? I was kind of like, lady, I spend like so many hours every week doing this podcast and you're going to just try to tear me down with this bad review, like listening to the first episode. And also look at all the other good reviews around it. People are like saying, she's bubbly. She's fun. <laughs> Not, cr- which is like, you know, the opposite, the, the light side of the coin when it comes to cringy laughter, probably. Right. And so I kind of had this funny reaction where I was like, okay, another Brene Brown reference, by the way, is she in the arena with me? Is she in the podcasting arena with me? Is this someone who understands the work that goes into this, the heart that goes into this, all of these things? Uh, probably not. Because as a podcaster myself, I would never leave a horrible review on someone else's podcast because I know how scary it is to put yourself out there. I know how much time and energy and work and heart goes into the process. And firstly, like just feeling that myself, being in the podcasting arena, doing the work, it makes me not want to judge people at all when it comes to this stuff. And also, I just like could never do that to someone. I would want to congratulate them for doing the work, for putting themselves out there, for being the best that they can. You know, it's amazing. I love to see people 
doing things that are allowing them to live their dream, you know? And so the fact that this lady left a bad review on my podcast, I was like, she ain't in this arena with me. (laughs) Stan just like knocked my phone off the couch. Um, And also, you know, it's okay. It was kind of one of those situations where I realized that if people aren't going to give you criticism, take what you can, what's constructive, and just kind of put it in your pocket and like realize like, okay, you know, is there something that I can improve? Is there something that I can change? You know, whatever, whatever. But also, if they're going to give you criticism that's not um, constructive at all, you don't need to take that. And it's fine, you know? And it's one of those things where it kind of taught me that I can show up and be myself and do the best I can every day. And that's all I can do. And it's enough. And if I do happen to receive bad criticism, I'll live through it. And also it's fine. You know, like, and so it was one of those really cool moments where it was kind of like one of my biggest fears coming to life and then me realizing, oh my gosh, like I'm okay and this is fine. And it's been allowing me to show up in my business on the podcast and in other areas on social media, all the places with more confidence right? The criticism that I received has actually allowed me to grow my confidence, grow my confidence in my in my capability to be able to navigate whatever the heck happens, <laughs> right? Because believe me, I know it's scary to show up, whether it's on a podcast or on social media or whatever the heck it is, but you can handle it. Okay, you can handle it. And honestly, too, like if you do receive any bad, you know, troll comments on social media or a bad review on your podcast or whatever the heck it is, you'll live through that. And also it will probably transition you into a stronger human being so that you can show up still and like realize like it's not a big deal. It's not as big of a deal as you thought it was going to be, right? And so that's another thing that I've just learned when it comes to the podcast, that the podcast has really helped me develop this inner confidence with showing up as myself, putting myself out there, doing really, really great work, working hard, and being okay with whatever that looks like. And also realizing that I'm the only one whose opinion really matters here. You know what I mean? Like if I'm comfortable with the way I'm showing up online, if I know in my soul that I'm doing the best I can and I'm okay with that, then the bad, you know, review lady can't touch me. You know, um, it was one of those things where it's like, okay, my first reaction was kind of to take this to heart was kind of gut punch, but it quickly, quickly turned into this realization that, all right, that's your opinion. And you don't have to listen to this podcast anymore. And it's okay, you know, and I know I'm doing the best I can. And I also know there's a lot of other people out there who are enjoying this podcast as of so far. (laughs) And so it's fine, right? And so that's something that the podcast has really helped me with. So perfectionism, criticism, confidence, consistency, there are so many other so many more lessons I've learned from the podcast, but I am going to stop yapping your ear off. And also I'm hoping that my podcast editor is like, okay, great. Ken's like another hour long yapping podcast, but 
my friend. I just wanted to really share parts of my journey with you in this 100th episode of the Feel Good Social podcast. Ah, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope I wasn't just like completely rambling away. I hope you got some like great little knowledge nuggets out of here. Maybe some things that could help you if you're struggling, if you're thinking about starting a podcast or if you're struggling with consistency of any form, criticism of any form, confidence, anything like that. And so I hope you enjoy this 100th episode of the Feel Good Social Podcast. We will be returning next week, possibly a mini-sode on Thursday. We will see. But at least next week with more of our regularly scheduled programming. But if we haven't connected yet on Instagram, I would love to connect with you. I'm at Feel Good Social. Give me a follow. Send me a DM and just let me know who you are just so I can be sure to follow you back because I'd usually try to follow people back who seem, you know, like they're friendly people and all these things, but sometimes I miss the notifications and sometimes I just don't, you know, follow people or whatever. And so definitely let me know who you are. I'll give you a follow back. I would love to connect with you. And I would love to hear too what you would love to hear from me moving forward into 2022 um, as far as the Feel Good Social podcast. I'd love to know like your favorite episodes, if you're struggling with anything, what you would like to hear more of, or if you have any topic ideas, anything like that, please connect with me at Feel Good Social on Instagram. I would love to hear from you, my friend. And please um, have a glass of wine. <laughs> in honor of the Feel Good Social podcast this week, or a beer, or pop some champagne if you want, or something like that. I would love for you to celebrate 100 episodes with me. You have been just as big a part of this journey as like I have, my friend, like you seriously have. And so thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for celebrating me. I so appreciate you. Thanks so much for listening, my friend. For show notes and a whole lot of other awesome freebies, visit feelgoodsocial.com. Simply go to feelgoodsocial.com for all the goods.